Hey guys, and welcome to episode three of Morning Mayhem. I'm Chase Almy. I am Courtney Alicia. And today's a fun day. It's just like when we were kids. It's magic day. We've got Woo! shock illusionist Dan Sperry. He's coming on the show. He's going to talk about all of his magic tricks that he does and all the cool stuff that he's got going on. He's actually got, I think, kind of a bigger announcement like we're going to talk about. He's got a show coming up that's going to be online since that's what we're doing. Yeah. And um, how was the how was the Labor Day weekend? How was I know Sunday you said you were just watching Ozzy Osbourne on Travel Channel, getting ready for the getting ready for I the show. I did, yeah. There was um, a show that I never even knew existed, so I don't even know how long it's been on. But um, I think it's called the Osbournes Want to Believe or something. So it's like Jack, Sharon, and Ozzy, and they watch like a bunch of like paranormal videos. Okay. And, they rate it, which I thought was pretty funny because, of course, you can never understand anything that Ozzy says. So that nope. makes the show even better. <laughs> yeah, she, I, you were texting me and you were like, yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. I was like, that's the great thing about Ozzy is he doesn't even know what he's talking about. No. Nope. <laughs> I'm telling you, when I get old and that's where I want to be, I want to be Ozzy Osbourne just roaming right. around with just not knowing what's going on. Uh, the new... Uh, the new documentary is out. It's uh, <clears throat> recorded in my stuff for me to watch. I've got a little busy this weekend. Uh, we'll talk about that on Thursday. We got a kind of a cool little story. Had like a little date night going out to the circus because that's what people do in Oklahoma. We go to the circus, but it wasn't just a normal circus. It was a paranormal circus. So it was a lot of fun. Um, well, we I got a big was not able to attend that one. So no. Chase took the other Courtney, his girlfriend. Um, so yeah so you guys will see more of that on thursday but you know, if, if people see me out in public with the two courtney's they're gonna think i have like a cult yeah like, just seem like a cult thing, like cult thing to do. yeah all of my all of my ladies names are courtney <laughs> they get here they change their name to courtney we've got different spellings they can pick from in our book but it's all courtney yeah that it makes it easy though because i've got a 100 chance that if i hand something to one of you two courtney has it so yeah i was telling her that the other day i was like if i hand my keys to a courtney like i've got a hundred percent chance of being like courtney i need my keys back so, and one of us will respond so right and you both wear black and you both like metal and i we're, we're still looking at that like i think i may have hit the lottery on best friend girlfriend situations yep so i don't have to like i don't have to remember much well let's get into the metal news for the week um this oh, weekend wow. actually september 4th uh jamie josta from hatebreed one of my favorites announces he's got new merchandise guys that's right the josta pasta is a thing it rhymes it's cool it's whatever he's released his first one i believe it's a penne pasta did i say that right i'm not penne. sure how you pronounce that but uh I know yeah. it's not peony. I don't think people eat peony pasta. No one's going yeah, no, no to do that. Um, yeah. So Jamie Josta doing, doing big things in his life. Uh, music's not going to be his only thing. He's going to have pasta. He says there's going to be other pastas out there. So I'm assuming like a spaghetti or a linguine or a fettuccine. Noodle. <laughs> hey, I, I think a hate breed. Uh, I think a hate breed lasagna would be great. Hey, yeah, of course. Yeah. Put a little bit of hot peppers in there and destroy everything in your nostrils. I mean, it'd be great. Like you could you could do a lot with hate breed and pasta, I think though. Definitely. You know what could use more metal? Pasta. 
Pasta could, yes, yes. <laughs> Except for the shards, if you like use the canned like tomatoes and you crack it open and you get the little shards of metal inside. Yeah, that's that's no bueno. No, um, we don't want, we don't want that kind of metal. No, I'm hoping though, because you know, I talk all the time about wanting to open up a metal themed restaurant and bar or whatever. Um, I think like a Jamie Josta Olive Garden would be good. Hey, I'd go. Yeah, like like do you throw up some Italian food using the Josta pasta. I'm sure there's somebody else out there that can make some sauce. You know, you could do different themes like your your meatballs could be Metallica meatballs if you wanted to. I mean, they, they will sell themselves to anything in the world, which we'll talk about here in a few minutes. Um, I mean, Metallica is just that band. I could see them doing it. But yeah, uh, Jamie Josta, Josta Pasta, find it online. Uh, it's worth a Google. I, I Googled it, found it, probably going to order some today. Might even do a uh, Cooking with Courtney. You guys might see us soon making some Josta pasta. Yeah, some Josta pasta. That would In be the great. In of ways. <laughs> yes. At her place or my place or some place, we'll go somewhere and make some Josta pasta. Maybe even do it at Sound Pony using only a hot dog grill. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be quite entertaining. Yeah, put it in like some little cellophane things and let it roll around and cook the pasta. Yeah, sure. We can do it. I'm sure they'll let it. They love us there. They um, do. Yeah. So I guess let's move <clears throat> on to what I was talking about, guys. Um, you can buy Metallica shirts at Urban Outfitters, uh, I believe even Target now. You can get Metallica shirts everywhere. Uh, my grandma had a Metallica shirt before she <laughs> passed. We all had Metallica shirts. I have Metallica shirts now. Not ashamed of it. I love the guys. But have they gone too far? This is the new thing right now is it just came out on Loudwire on Labor Day. It's the new, it was none of the new stories on Loudwire.com. They are in the works of redoing Nothing Else Matters for a new Disney movie. Uh, the orchestra thing for SM2 and SM is not just for them they are reworking with some disney producers on making the song for a new movie that's coming up i <laughs> i don't quite know what to say about this right um, but honestly it is 2020 so are you really shocked i mean so do we have to wait another 20 years before slipknot does duality for a disney film like where are we at on it I think that might be something I could get behind, you know, Slipknot doing some, uh, some Disney movies. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I, to me, I think Slipknot is going to end up being, which it may not be, uh, and we'll find out here in a little bit why. Um, I feel like Slipknot might be, I guess, our generation's Metallica. Yeah. Like when Iowa came out, Maybe. they... Iowa kind of kicked the door back open for metal in the mainstream. Um, you know, Metallica kind of had that deal where they took metal to the extreme. I know you had Anthrax and Slayer and Megadeth around the same time that was doing the same right. stuff, but Metallica was the one that really took it overboard and really brought metal to the masses um, there in the 80s. Absolutely. And I feel like Slipknot was that because Slipknot had this show that nobody was used to. They had nine they had nine musicians on a, on a stage. Yeah. Uh, they had the, they had the whole percussion thing going on with the beer kegs and the like timpani looking drums, which was really cool. Um, 
so I can see that happening and they're even getting into more branding opportunities and things like that. So yeah. maybe this isn't a bad thing as I'm trying to label it where like, oh, you're selling out. You've reached the ultimate sellout. Like when you're doing a Disney movie, you've done it. Like who else has done a Disney movie? Donnie Osmond from Mulan. <laughs> Christina, are you guys now going to be the new Randy Newman? Like Randy Newman quit writing badass songs to go and work for Disney. Hey, I mean, I guess they got to go where the money's at. Got to get that paycheck. But that's yeah. like Bill was saying in episode one, they're not broke. Absolutely. They, they are probably the most well-paid band in the world, I'm sure. So I walked into H&M and saw a $150 Metallica bomber jacket. I was like, this is, I mean, I bought it and then I that's the, that's, the, that's the sucker thing about it. So you're like, oh, look at this. Look at this. So, okay, all right. I'll put it, in, put it in my little bag and take it up there to the front. $150. Yeah, luckily, at the time, the girl I was seeing worked at H&M, so she threw me that employee discount. All right, all right. It wasn't even her that threw me the employee discount. It was the girl that was trying to date me that worked at H&M. Thank you, Rachel. Oops, called you out online. There you go. <laughs> show you how it's done so metallica going disney um there's i just don't know like i think it's good for the, i think it's good for the scene though i mean their audience is getting older and their kids are getting into that stage like i think movies are doing yeah. that now ozzy osbourne was in the new trolls trolls world tour right barb's yeah. barb's dad and my kid <laughs> loved barb i mean my three-year-old's walking around I think she's trying to seem crazy train. It just says she's blowing up wells instead of going off the rails. But it's led into more things. She's really into Rob Zombie's We're an American Band. Um, she just keeps finding more metal songs that she's getting into. So that's kind of cool. And I'm not even pushing it. Yeah. You know, I just want Frozen not in my house right now. Because we've let it go for too long. And I'm like, we need to let it go. Just even hearing those words gets that song stuck in my head for at least 24 hours. Yeah. Well, and then that became the song that like, I think five or six pop punk bands did. I know Newfound Glory did it. Um, and there was another one named Stellar Card or something. They redid the Frozen song, which is always kind of fun to play, uh, to play at bars. Cause you get parents who are trying to escape yeah. like their kid. And so they can't because, uh, they, they they they're just at the bar and this dude's playing pop punk version of let it go sounds like you've got a guest is that dan sperry <laughs> i'm trying not to laugh at my cat oh uh, so yeah in case you guys didn't know we, um, i'm so sorry <laughs> we are we are not a big budget production company we are just uh you know run-of-the-mill people just making a show in our houses and apartments and offices <laughs> For and, now, <laughs> yeah. And Maybe so, one day we can move into an office, and my cat won't be trying to break into my door. <laughs> which might be a good time to introduce our Patreon program, guys. That means yeah. you can pay for us. If you don't like hearing, what's his, what's the cat's name? Twinkle. Twinkle. If you don't, if, I mean, Twinkle. Twinkle seems, yeah. yeah, Twinkle seems like a cool cat. Like cats it's are cool. Schizophrenic, but you know, it's she well, she talks to things that aren't there all the time, but it's 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 fine. Yeah, that's always weird. I thought our house was haunted because our cat would do that. He would like look around. I'm like, there's nothing going on, dude. Like, what are you doing? 
Yeah, she she scares me a lot. Um, in the middle of the night, one time, I swear, she woke me up at like 2 a.m. because she was in the hallway and it sounded like she was like, hello? Hello? And I was like, what, what is happening? <laughs> Apparently, my cat's a player because we got a cat that is in heat and is hanging outside my window singing them love songs. I thought there was a child outside one night. I was like, what? Oh my gosh, here's a lost kid. And I'll go outside and the cat runs off. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, get out of here. So if you're in the Bartlesville area and you're looking for a cat, hit me up on the old uh, Instagram and I can find you a cat, female cat. Also, if you want my cat, please take her. <laughs> yeah, we're, we might be doing a cat auction to raise, <laughs> raise money for her. She's driving me a little nuts right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, uh, I don't really hear it. I just heard like a little... And then that was it. So, um, yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Dan Sperry. You've kind of headed this up. Um, we kind of, well, that's how we are able to do it. Cause you know, we both have normal jobs. So it's kind of like, all right, you handle this guest. I'll handle this guest. And we just kind of meet in the middle and we throw all the information that we have. And we know if we don't know something about them, it's, it's good. So yeah. um, what do you kind of know about this Dan Sperry dude? So uh, to start it off, I grew up in the magic community. My brother is a magician. Um, so that's kind of how I became familiar with Dan Sperry. Um, ended up meeting him a few years later down the road. And um, yeah, so he's a phenomenal magician. Um, his bird magic is insane. Um, so if you, yeah, dude, like it's, it's crazy. So you, you guys definitely need to check that out. Um, he is awesome. So, um, we'll get him on here talking about some of the stuff that he's done in the past, uh, different shows that he's been on, um, his upcoming virtual show and kind of just, you know, let him talk about how he got started and all that so you know i think that's a great thing to do i think we should probably bring him on right here after our friends from death inc coffee which are the people that love our show um which at the end of the show we got a big announcement because you know what we did because of you guys we hit 500 followers and so on Ooh. thursday we're going to announce who's going to be there on the uh who's getting that great package and it's going to be put together by death ink coffee. So let's take a little commercial break. And then after that, we'll be right back with Dan Sperry. All right. All right. And as always, thanks guys for 
listening to us and uh, checking out that Death Ink Coffee. Death Ink Coffee is the official coffee of Morning Mayhem. You can get the uh, subscription base. That's the best way to go because you don't have to worry about ordering anymore and it comes straight to your house. So, Courtney, time is here. The time has come. Officer's so, here. He's knocking at the door. Shock illusionist Dan Sperry joining us on the show now. Hey, Dan. Good morning. How's it How's going, Dan? Going? I'm fine. <laughs> all right. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do, and all that fun stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, sure. So uh, I uh, do magic tricks, tour all over the place. I uh, grew up in Minnesota, lived in Chicago for a while, where I uh, did you know shows and stuff out of Chicago, and then got a gig in Vegas, moved to Vegas, did shows on the Strip, and then quit doing that to go uh, sort of expand my repertoire further uh, in other markets and stuff. And so um, then started like really traveling and doing more like proper touring uh, and stuff, did a lot of TV stuff and um, had my own off-Broadway show. So moved to Manhattan for a couple of years then back to Vegas to go back on tour and work for a company called the illusionists, uh, which I, I just, I just, there, there's so many of them out there now. I just call that one the triangle show, <laughs> uh, cause it's logo is a triangle. So that's the triangle right. one, right. uh, did masters of illusion. That one doesn't really have a nickname. That's, that's just masters. Um, and, uh, did mine, uh, don't remember a whole lot of it and uh every time and um yeah I, well like courtney last time i saw you i was out with uh the hell's a pop inside show and avatar yeah. the the yeah. metal band yeah. yeah that was awesome um that was a fun tour yeah it, yeah i can imagine it would be um yeah i think that was like the second time i saw you perform so right because uh, you had you had seen me with triangle uh yeah You'd come with your brother, I think. Yep. That's when I first met you guys. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, talking about a really good drag show in Oklahoma, believe it or not. Probably one of the better drag shows I've seen. <laughs> Did you go to a drag show? So there's that. I went, yeah, I went to a drag show. I remember there was fuck all to do. Right. Sorry, I don't know. Can I say that? That sometimes that slips out. Um yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, okay. There was fuck all to do in that town, right? So like uh so our our, our stage manager um it is uh it's, it's homosexual i don't even know how to say that without getting in trouble anymore you know yeah um, i mean i think i think you said it the right way dan i got yeah. i'm not offended by it <laughs> okay but so anyway so like so he was like going to the uh, this you know this gay club that was like two blocks from our hotel so i was like yeah i'll go it was a blast it was a great time great drag show you know and yeah. all that so that was fun yeah, I think yeah. that probably would have been at uh, Majestic, I think. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the name. I don't remember. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about Masters of Illusion. Yeah, that's the company I, I sort of, because uh, I quit the, the Triangle show about three years ago, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and and then went off back, went back to doing things just on my own you know that's when i did like fool us and um 
went went to Europe a lot because I get a lot of work in Europe. So yeah, uh, going back over there, and then about a year and a half ago, I had worked with masters before, mm-hmm. and then about a year and a half ago, uh, they hit me up to come back on their TV show because they have a a series on uh, CW that's uh that's been going almost 10 seasons now it might even be 10 now already it's like it's been going for forever and (laughs) um and so uh so they they asked if i'd want to come back on because they had i had worked with them in forever and that you know they had heard that i'd left the triangle uh situation and um and so i went and filmed with them and then they you know they they tour and have residency runs and so uh after i you know it's sort of like you know like uh, we were talking earlier about wrestling a little bit. It's sort of like I went from like WWE to AEW now, you know, gotcha. and, uh, and I could still kind of be free agent, you know, still go do my own thing. I'm not tied down right. to any exclusivity like I've had to deal with before. Um, so that's, that's, what's cool about masters, you know, and, and they pretty much let me do whatever I want, which is also very, yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's encouraging. Um, yeah. and so, uh, so I went went back to that, and they they had a, a summer residency in Lake Tahoe, at Harris, and so they said like, hey, we're you know we we're, we're we got this uh, situation with Harris Properties, and we're putting uh, a show for the summer in Lake Tahoe. It's you know, it's not far from Vegas. So would you you know you want to do it? And Lake Tahoe, like I don't know if either of you guys or anybody that's watched this has ever been there, but it's really really pretty and summer time in vegas is is the shits it's just awful and because yeah. i don't really like i don't like uh, i like the cold right like, yeah, I, don't like way, yeah. I don't like it being hot and so uh so tahoe it still gets you know because of the elevation and everything and it being mountainy like it's it's like living in the woods the lake's awesome the weather's perfect so i was like hell yeah i'll i'll go up there for 12 weeks absolutely you know yeah um so i did that uh, with them, which was, which was great. Like, uh, I, I like being on the road. I prefer touring more than, um, sitting in one location, but, uh, but the, the stage crew at the Harris there in Tahoe was awesome. And the, the casino was awesome. You know, you kind of end up getting to know people cause you're, you're basically living there. So right. as like, as far as like getting st- stationed or whatever, you know, for a run, that was that was great you know i could walk down one show a night and then i think it helped that i just really loved tahoe and it kind of made me think of minnesota you know even though it's a mountain uh side and stuff but uh yeah yeah, that was that was a lot of fun and then i went you know back on tour with them for a couple weeks uh this past uh winter and stuff uh as well as still you know maintaining my own shows and things like that yeah yeah so, um, you know, being from Minnesota, uh, are, are you an avid hockey fan? Yeah. Are you, yeah, are you, a, are you a North stars? Like, do you, will you always believe the North stars over the. Yeah. I mean, two degree. I was, I was really young though, when like all that debacle went down, but right. even in, you know, even until like the, the moments before the first wild puck drop, people were still salty about yes. it and they still kind of are. You know, it's like the wild isn't really our team. They're like right. our, you know, I don't know. It's like they're they're like our step kid that is just like, oh, fuck. all right, like mm-hmm. yeah, 
yeah, like we'll we'll say we love you, and then you know, then they kind of impress you every once in a while. So you're like, ah, that kid's not so bad, and then right. you know, <laughs> and then they do shit that makes you hate them again. Like, yes. yeah, you're not mine. You see, fucking... like living in Dallas for so long, you know, you, the stars kind of had their big moment. Wait, there are, you, for... are you? Are you're originally from Dallas? I'm not originally from Dallas. I'm originally from Oklahoma, but I spent a lot of time in Dallas. Yes. Oh, oh okay. Because it's just so weird. I'm wearing my shirt from the church. Dude, right that's the, I love the church, man. <laughs> yeah, church dude, me is, too. Yeah. It's that's fun. My, like, honestly, that's one of my favorite gigs. Like, I, I've worked there a couple times. So, like, anytime they call, it's, I'm basically like, but I don't care. Like, whatever the budget, whatever you want me to do, I don't care. Just any excuse to, to get down there. I the love church. The church. Is, the church is a great. It's, I mean, it's a great goth club. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. Like I I I go to the church quite often when I'm in the area. So yeah, um, yeah. Every it, time it, I'm in Dallas, I do the same. Yeah. I think I think I might have to take Courtney to the church. I think Courtney would do really good at the church. Yeah, You're I nice would have to agree. I think <laughs> they moved locations though, didn't they? Yeah, they're at the they're they're. Well, Lizard Lounge moved from that building to yes. someplace, I think, more towards Deep Ellum or something. Yeah, they're like, in Deep Ellum now. fucking amazing, though. That's, a, that's, the, that's the real crime of the coronavirus is that, that building. Well, and but, but now they're doing, like, they, they partnered with another group, and they're doing some, like, live streams with the DJs and stuff like that. Um, I know yeah, DJ I know a lot of places that are doing that, which is good, you know. To, you've to you've got to stay busy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but but Roman. you know, the, the, sorry, go the, ahead. I didn't mean to. Yeah, no, no. Dallas, <laughs> Dallas tries to claim you know the Mighty Ducks scene. Like they're like, oh yeah, look at that Mighty Ducks. Like because this isn't even geographically accurate. Like Emilio no. Estevez is going to load up a bunch of like young kids and drive them all the way to Dallas. Like that doesn't make sense, guys. Like let's think about that. And <laughs> and people, no. yeah. I, I always talk to people from Minnesota about that about the North Stars, and they're like, yeah, that's our team. And I'm like, ah, yep, yep. Nobody wants the wild. Not really. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm still a wild fan, but they pretty much traded everybody away that I like. So now I just kind of am like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, the now, now the wild sort of to me become the kid that like never moved out, you know? And, right. Because like, like now I just got to put up with you until until something gets figured out. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's how you probably felt about the Vikings for a long time. I don't know. I don't watch football. You don't watch football. You're not football. No. That's, that's... no. <laughs> on average there's 12 minutes i'm not even really a sports guy in general it's just hockey's about it but hockey, on, I, but I hockey not... is the sport for guys that aren't like sports fans i feel like i know more guys yeah, that aren't yeah like like i feel like baseball and hockey are kind of like the two sports that people that aren't sports fans they kind of follow uh, baseball is pretty <laughs> shitty too i think it was yeah. james gordon that said baseball is like watching two people you don't know in a park have a picnic <laughs> i can see that yeah yeah, yeah, if you're not into like if you're not into baseball, yeah, like that's the worst sport to try to get somebody into. Like, I would definitely not try to get Courtney into into baseball if I was. I'd rather watch bowling than shit. football <laughs> and baseball. Dude, Pete it. Weber, Pete Weber, back in the day, like flipping people off while he's bowling in sunglasses. That, I mean, that's good entertainment. Like, <laughs> I don't have TV. No, uh, you get on YouTube and search Pete Weber, and you will fall in love with bowling. <laughs> oh whatever back to mad back back to the uh, masters of illusions um oh, so right we, sorry yeah yeah, yeah we're, we're 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 here we're talking about you know your career and we got off tracks with the hockey and that's that's my bad i'm so sorry i screwed this up for you <laughs> no, um, no it's all right honestly like i used to when i speaking of like that shit too though but like when i used to like be on the road and stuff especially with triangle because i would get painfully bored on that tour mm -hmm. at times and uh 
And if there was a hockey game going on, I would stream it through the NHL app on my phone. And I'd always get in trouble because I'd have my phone secretly stashed on stage with me. And I'd be watching the hockey game as I was doing my sets, but nobody really knew unless I had it turned up too loud. And like, you could hear my microphone picking up, like, you know, oh, he's going down, he's behind the blue line and, you know, and like shit like that. So like, I would get, I would get in trouble, you know, quite often for that, but see, I, I didn't listen. Right. I was, so being a sports fan, like, and being a preacher's kid, like, Sundays are for football, but not in our house. They were for church. And so when wireless microphones first came out and I had like the old school, like TV with the antenna, they would cross waves a couple of times and like through the static oh. of my dad. Yeah. Through the static of my dad's microphone, you heard like yeah. the Cowboys game. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it was the most applause he got for the night. I'll tell you that. But uh, so the like you, you're doing this virtual show. You said you did one last week, right? Um, is that kind of yeah. is that something that's going to going to you feel like it's going to be a trend even once we get back to being able to. Man, go I, hope not. I yeah. hope not. It's like it's like gigging for deaf people because you can't, you know, there's, you know, on average, there's a let's say six to eight second delay sometimes, you know, with this stuff. So, right. you, you know, the. It, it's it's changed and made you know as at least as magicians and i'm sure like comedians i've seen like comedians that are doing you know virtual comedy club nights and stuff and same sort of thing i imagine it's like gigging for deaf people because they're there you can't hear uh you know like even though we um have it set up to where i can hear them uh if i'm when i need to interact and and speak with them there there's such a there's a you know a delay and and uh i don't want to say disconnect but it's just not the same you know like so it, it, it adjusting to how things were presented before because you can't say you can't have someone pick a card right uh because they can't pick one you can't necessarily uh start you know mixing the cards or dealing cards and saying say stop because right. then it's gonna be like an eternity then they're going to say stop and you're still going because there's the delay. Then you stop. Then they go, no, fucker. I said back there, you know, <laughs> then they think you're fucking with them, you know, right. to like force something. So you can't do that. Now you just got to yeah. say, you know, name a card, you know, uh, they go, whatever, you know, two of diamonds. And then you go, all right, we're going to use the two of diamonds. Well, now I know what it is. Now I've seen it. Now it starts limiting, you know, and they can't sign it. So how do we know it's not a deck full of two of diamonds? You know, like, it's, yeah, it's, there's a whole lot of uh, uh, stuff going on behind the, the, you know, the scenes in the creative aspect too that you know makes you kind of go like, fuck that. That used to be a great bit. Now I can't really do that, you know. Um, right. So uh, picking material and adjusting existing material is uh, is 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 a, an effort. It's been an effort, you know. Yeah, before. I can definitely imagine that. Huh. Yeah, it's been an effort for us. Like, I mean, it, it's. That, that's what we were talking about with one of our other guests was um, the pandemic has kind of helped us. Like we've been able to find people that we probably would never be able to get on the show, but they're just itching so bad to do anything to like push what they're doing. Like they're just like, you know, most people right. get to have a band like Mastodon be on their first show, but the coronavirus or whatever it is, it, it's yeah. 
Yeah, like yeah, it's, it's weird. You can get a you can get a cameo shout out from Gilbert Godfrey for like thirty bucks. Like, yeah, that's how it. like that's how like <laughs> sad this thing sort of is, you know? Because I don't think Gilbert's of like that celebrity status where he needs to like eat babies and like rub adrenochrome on his like throat and stuff, you know? So right. like he's not of that elitist like psychopath, you know, like whatever you know alec baldwin level nut jobs in hollywood yeah. that you know like <laughs> fuck kids and stuff so like he has to go to cameo to make 30 bucks for like a oh my god my, 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 shout out tommy lee's 500 dollars tommy wow. lee's cameo is 500 400 or 500 dollars and there was a couple Eesh. of like there's a couple of other people that are just charging outlandish prices I haven't really looked into it. Like, how long is, do you know, either of you guys, how long does a cameo shout out? Like, do you get up to 30 seconds or like? I think it's based on how they want to do it, like 30 bucks or whatever. But I feel like there's, so I am a WWE fan, but there's like a girl that's on, that was on wrestling that's doing it. And she's charging like 150 bucks. And I'm like, look, you're on Pornhub. Like, I feel like once you hit that level, you're not allowed to charge $150. That's, that's every WWE diva. I, you know, like, I'm pretty sure Vince is behind those leaks anyways. You know, oh, he yeah. was like, all right, Paige. And then this one's going to be with a black guy. All right. Just because we got to like make it yeah, blow up gotta, and make it, make it controversial. Right. You know? right. Vince is such a nutcase too. That fucking psychopath. But like, you know, <laughs> no, like you, you obviously heard the stories. He's like, you like, you can't hiccup around him or he loses his mind. Like he yeah. can't stand people having hiccups because it's like, listen, listen, if you can't control hiccups, then you can't control anything and you can't run a company and get the hell out of my office. And, <laughs> and, and now, now, now the wrestlers can't even go out and get their own like endorsement deals. Oh yeah, it's nuts, yeah. right? Yeah, he just banned third-party uh, wrestling. Like, so it's either like you call and say, "I want a wrestler," and he's like, "I'm just going to send you whoever I want to send you." Like, right? <laughs> yeah, you can't do this, and if you want to do that, so you know, AEW, here's your shot. No, no, yeah, I think they're doing. Actually, I think they're doing a lot of good stuff. I like a lot of what AEW is doing, to be honest. And they um, brought back the old team of Jim Ross and. Uh, Oh, what's what's the other dude that's the commentator? Oh, oh doing commentator. Uh, they, yeah, they got they got Jim Ross. They got uh, Tony Schiavone. Tony Schiavone. WCW. I mean, that's yeah. old school WCW right there. Yeah. Yep. We gotta get Dan Sperry on there somehow. I don't know. I don't know if I should. Because uh, here's the thing. I'm not a big. I I respect the Rhodes family, but I'm just not a big fan. I just can't get into any any of them. You know, I've never been into any of the Rhodes family. Uh, what about you know, Terry Runnels, the old uh, Dusty's ex, Gold Dust? No, no. I, I mean, no. I mean, Brandy Rhodes is all right, but yeah. like that's about the only road member of the Rhodes family that uh, that uh, that I like. And she's and she's married in. She's not even blood. At least I don't think she's. Yeah, she's married in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. No, I know. But so like, uh, but I just, but I know they're super tight with Tony and everything. So it's like I can't. Can't shit on the Rhodes family too much. You got to respect that aspect, but uh, right. Well, and they've got yeah. this—you know—the whole contract thing is coming up too. Like, you know, now we're way off topic, but the, the <laughs> AEW. Yeah, AEW. I mean, that's the cool thing about live shows—we can just talk about whatever the hell we want. Um, yeah. So yeah, like the the Rhodes family—they are a little out there. Um, I, I read the uh, Jim Ross uh, biography and stuff like that, and they were just talking about you know, Daddy Rhodes was just this great marketing dude and just butted heads with everybody so because he was so combative 
Right. Yeah. So, no. Um, yeah. The uh, the the wrestling the world is getting getting crazy to where you can't do anything. No hiccuping. It's like Vince and Ellen DeGeneres have a lot more in common now. Like you can't look her in the eye when you're on the show. Right. They use the same bathroom. Yeah. Uh, no, a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just rambling off shit. Now. Maybe, maybe there's like an elitist. Group you gotta remember, I woke up like a half hour ago. It's like stuff. I'm stuff still kicking in over here. Yes, you got that death ink coffee going. Sure, why not? Uh, no, this is remember. You know, if this is a in, a, independent contractor in uh, entertainment world during a pandemic uh, has to drink uh, Maxwell House now. Maxwell House. You know, yeah. that's a shame, dude. We're gonna get you something sent over. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, but we. we I gotta get my secretary on that right now. Right, it's my it's my three year old. <laughs> no babysitter today. Um, yeah, no. So um, you, you got your, you got your new life. You got your new life show coming on. What 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 we got going on? Yeah. So um, just as like uh, it, it, it's it was a lot of people were you know obviously like saying have been doing um these like live streams and stuff uh whether privately or as like a public, you know, buy a ticket or whatever, you know, whether it's uh, individual entertainers. I know some bands that have done them, uh, you know, like I was saying, like comedians and whatever, doing virtual, like virtual right. comedy show and stuff. And um, so uh, my buddies and I, uh, we were talking and I was like, man, you know, it's it's been like six months now. Like maybe, maybe we should start thinking about this, um, and uh and and trying to uh put something together you know just to stay not to not to not to be a part of like the pied piper stuff but to just like stay relevant to say we've done it and we did one yeah. you know right. um and uh and to just use it as an exercise you know because we like uh, the the guys that work with me they you know they work in entertainment and other uh places as well you know uh, doing stuff like with bands and, and whatever. And so uh, just doing any kind of show, same thing, you know, they're pacing in a cage as well. And uh, so it was just sort of like what we were talking about uh, earlier, like when I mentioned trying to redesign and recreate, like how does this stuff transcend and, and work virtually? What would I do? What couldn't I do? And, uh, and so as we started coming up with, you know, this set list and talking about things, I started just going like, well, it's it's a virtual show. I feel like I'm not saying it doesn't count, but I feel like ah, it doesn't count. It's during the it's not really like a ah, it's not really a show show, you know. And so we uh, we're, we're, you know, throwing around uh, stuff. And I just started coming up with these different ideas for what to do. So we're it, it's live but I'm doing some pre-recorded things that are more sort of uh, visual performance based, not necessarily when I need someone to be interactive with, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's just more visual performance. So we've been taking time with those bits and filming them on location, doing a lot of pre-production to, try to make them look as visually artistic and pleasing as possible. So just trying to do things, looking at what everybody has been doing. And if we weren't already doing the opposite, we're going to, and then go further, you know, 
So right. some things in it that we have planned aren't exactly maybe what people are used to me doing or have ever seen me do. Right. Because, for example, uh, I, I, I used to do a lot of kid shows, especially when I moved to Chicago. When I turned 18, I moved from <laughs> Minnesota to Chicago and I didn't have uh, any real client base in Chicago. So I had to start over like from the beginning yeah. and, and rebuild up my name and reputation. So that meant I had to go back. And uh, the easiest route to start that process, it, it, I felt, was uh, going back to doing kid shows. So uh, so I, I was doing like almost full time kid shows like during the week, weekend days. Then at nights on the weekend, I, you know, go get go get gothic and weird and go do my acting shit at, you know, clubs or whatever. Uh, and so so people would always find that like as a like, when they found that out, they always found that it, like as a funny dichotomy thing. Right. Yeah. So I, I'm actually doing we set up uh, a scene. Uh, with a friend of mine's kid and some friends, we set up a scene of a of a of a mock birthday party, like home birthday party, and and I do one of my old kid show routines for the kids, but but leading into it, I explain how magic is universal language and that no matter where you're from, how old you are you know, it speaks to, to everybody. So I have all these, you know, single digit age children that I'm doing this routine for, but I'm like saying it all in German, Adam. So of course it sounds like I'm yelling in German at them. <laughs> so they don't understand what the fuck I'm saying. But in the end, we, you know, we're going through the whole process and, you know, the kid's like, what, the, what the hell I'm supposed to hold this? What do you want? You know? And then in the end, boom, the magic happens and they're like, Oh my God. So it shows that like, they have no idea what's going on, but right. they know that this thing was empty before. Now it's not, you know, and it's, oh, wow, amazing. You know, they yeah. lose their minds, you know. So, like, weird, weird shit like that uh, we have. Well, you know. that video on YouTube where, like, the dude shows, like, the orangutan. Like, he does, like, the real, like, generic. Oh, wait, yeah, the, through the glass. He has, like, yeah. the grape and his, like, you know, or something. Yeah, and the, and the, the monkey's just like, oh my gosh. Like, I mean, it, like, it, it's, it's one yeah. of those things. Like, you know, it, it really is. And the reverse of that video, I don't know if you've seen it. The, the, there's one that a chimp did to a human that freaked the human out. Not like that, but he took a frog. Did you see the one with the chimp yeah, and the frog? the frog? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, it freaked out the human. In re it's not, it's a different kind of magic. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, you yeah. shouldn't watch it. It's not, it's not, it's not for, it's not for ladies. Yeah, yeah, definitely be something that would pop up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, I think I think that's a great idea. I mean, have you ever gone to the wrong? Have you ever taken the wrong stuff to the wrong show? Like, scared the kids with the goth thing going, or no, no, no. I've uh, I've forgotten to bring things, and have then you? had and then like setting up at the gig and going. Oh, that's right. That was in that other case because I took that to that other show. Oh shit. You know, so like I remember I you know, we, we before we were all we were talking about different TV stuff that I did and it was actually during um a taping when I had to go to France. Um I had had a different show like two nights prior. So like I can't remember when I I think like I flew out on a Friday morning. I had a show Wednesday night because I, I, before the pandemic, I would, I had a close up show that I did. 
<clears throat> excuse me, in Vegas here every Wednesday called Black Magic Wednesday, which mm. we would, it was, it was in this like, honestly, the, the best bar in, in Vegas. <clears throat> excuse me, it's downtown. And they have a little like back room, like a little secret back room. And it kind of looks like the whole bar on the outside, you can't really tell. It's just, you know, it's, it's brick and there's one little door, you know, right. that you go in. And it's downtown, but on the east side of downtown. So it's like, it's, it's Fremont Street, but it's like the chill, cool, artsy side of Fremont Street. You're, like, you're not dodging like bucket drummer, drummers and guys painted gold as robots on milk crates, you know, and all that garbage. <laughs> like, it's like the, the cool side. And so uh, it's called the Griffin. And if and it just and it's just this brick, you know, facade and, and and a little door and you go in and it sort of opens into this, it's only lit by like candles and fire pits uh, and fireplaces. So it's like this brick, it, it looks like uh Hogwarts kinda, you know, like this castle <laughs> dungeon on the inside. But then there's like stickers and you know, and scribble of Sharpie and shit everywhere. so it has like that punk rock like CBGB's vibe too. So I always describe it as like Hogwarts and CBGBs together. So like, and and we do that show at ten o'clock. So we usually don't get out by until like two. You know, uh, once we're done with the show and we're done, you know, dicking around. You know, because we right. do a lot of that after the yep. show usually. <laughs> and uh, you know, like a lot of parking tickets uh, at gigs because the meters go over. And yeah. uh, so, so I'd, I'd probably done that show. Then like the next day, tried to like be like, all right, what am I doing? All right, packing this. Da, da, da. And I left like one thing that I really needed in that case from the show that I did. So I had to like go to like the, um, I, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I went to like the craft services uh, table, you know, area that they have for the crew and, and performers where uh, it's like your catering, right. Okay. For where, where you go to eat. And I, I was grabbing things from catering where I was like, I know I have a Leatherman, and I could take this and you know what, if I weaken that, it'll snap off. I can take the, you know, some glue and tape it onto here. And I had to just like bastardize and redneck rig this thing that I needed out of like this weird French shit from <laughs> catering that, that got me through. Like I got, the, I, you know, I got the gig over, but that like gave me an ulcer like dealing with that like shit what the fuck am i gonna do you know right because <laughs> no. i mean a lot of people probably don't realize that you you have to build all of your own props right i mean i'm sure there's things a you lot can, of it yeah like you know i've yeah. been to a couple of eureka springs like i went and stayed at there and they had like a little magic shop that had like some cool little stuff in there um but you don't like i mean i'm sure your big stuff is all custom made and and you're yeah you, build, you fabricate most of what you use uh, let me, uh, I say like 70, 30, 70 is if, if I'm not doing it, it's like me and a buddy, you know, I got like a couple of friends that are like really handy with electronics or one dude's really good with wood working and, you know, um, or, or welding, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, there, you know, there are builders, there's not many, but there, you can find them. There's guys that exclusively build stuff because they used to be magicians at one point but they you know are also i don't know whatever you know they, they somehow they like to build things right you know? they're yeah. crafty building minded people i don't know what you'd call that you know uh so they've opened shops you know that uh that you can go to and have things made 
buy them. But yeah, for the most part, it's yeah, just like garage workshop type stuff. You know? Yeah, you guys seem to do like a lot of like trading and stuff too around like with each other with like props and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there can be almost like. I don't know, maybe like if uh, like a barter system in a way, yeah. you know, like it could be like, you know, hey, dude, I like that bit, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to do it. But if I do it this way, you know, because, you know, you don't want to just lift. It's like it's like a comedian taking another comedian's jokes. You can't, you know, you can both talk about airplane food, but you just can't go. What is the deal with the move? Yeah. You know, <laughs> so you, you can't, you know, that you can't really do that. So you got to find your own way to do it. So magic. Right, yeah. You yeah. know, like, you can be like, can I, you know, it, it, you know, if that's somebody's original idea, they go, yo, it, or they're supposed to, a lot of guys don't, but they're supposed to say yeah. like, yo, uh, would it be cool if I put that in my show? But you know what, this is how I'm, this is how I would present it so that if someone were to see it, they can't say like, oh, that's what this other guy did, you know, or right. I saw somebody yeah. else do yeah. that. Right. So. There is, yeah, like an un, a lot of unwritten, unspoken type rules that, for the most part, uh, people adhere to, you know. Yeah. Like that. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about you. Why did you want this job? Me? Not I'm like, whoa, Dan, this is about you. Hello. <laughs> well, I don't know. It just felt like a weird interview now all of a sudden. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think Courtney got lost in her notes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> My phone went off. I had to pull them back up. Okay. So uh, moving on, do you want to tell us a little bit about your time on like America's Got Talent and uh, France's Got yeah. Talent? You mentioned you did some others as well. Yeah. I mean, really out of all of those, um, yeah, I can talk about it now. Uh, so America's Got Talent is really the only one that I uh, I didn't really get paid, per se, to be on. The mm -hmm. rest, like, uh, and this happens all the time. Like, I'm surprised even people today are still like, wait a minute, you mean they just didn't, like, show up and, you know, uh, try to get out? I'm like, dude, it's a fucking, like, crazy acrobat from Nigeria, like, you really, you think he just got on a plane and came to America's Got Talent? Like, right. come on. You know, no. <laughs> like, they pulled him out of, you know, some crazy dance troupe and put these guys, you know, on the show. Like, they're, they're scouting, and they make, you know, they, they find a way to make yeah. sure that you can, because they want they want to make good TV, you know? Right, um, yeah. And, and I'm not saying, like, all these sap stories aren't real, but some are heavily exaggerated right um because in the end it's like they just want to make tv you know yeah. um and uh and so like you know when 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 i went on agt uh when i went on america's got talent like that just kind of came out of nowhere um mm. really unexpectedly and all that and then going forward every other one i've been on they uh they 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 have a budget to make sure that you're compensated to to have to travel so far you know mm -hmm. for your time and everything right. and, and and because of that there is from the producer side uh an, an expected level of of professional aspects you know professional uh, level of professionalism 
yeah. in like what you know in what you're doing what you're bringing and and usually if you're in that group it's uh you you've done tv before so like they don't really have to worry about you so much it's like you kind of get mm-hmm. the idea which is what i which is what i've enjoyed about it because it you know whereas like let's say like a call time would be 7 a.m to 10 p.m you know for most people like i've been lucky because of being uh, able to have done what i've done that i might not have to be there till noon you know because right. they, they don't have to worry about like wrangling me and you know da, 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 you know all this stuff uh yeah. it's just it, it's just easier and and out of all of them really uh the the germany one which is called da super talent they they were probably the best to work with i think just because to Germans, you know, they're just known for being just like geniuses and meticulous, you know, and all that. So, uh, oops, my, my webcam. Um, but, uh, right, I was like ghost, but, um, uh, but they're, uh, they're, they're, uh, they're, you know, so they're, they're very like just on top of things, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. very meticulous detail and, and all that, you know, uh, just look at their cars, you know, there, there you go. Um, there's a reason why we're using their technology to get to the moon. And so like, you know what? We didn't invent that. No operation paperclip. So, um, look it up. It's in a book. And, uh, so they were great to work with. And, um, and the other one was, wasn't really a got talent, but it was when I did fool us. Um, they were really, uh, cool to, to work with. Cause again, I think it's also just like, um, you, you know, uh, having done other TV stuff before, they they were just like, whatever, you know, do your thing, and uh, you know, we know, it, it, you know, it's gonna be fine. So, uh, so that was good. And uh, and when I've gone to film Masters of Illusion, uh, I've only done a couple spots uh, on their uh, each season on their show each season. Mm-hmm. But every time I go, uh, they're they're great because again, I've known like their those producers and stuff for so long. Like, because uh, it's in LA, like, I'll just drive there, you know? And so if I'm like, you know, hey, when when are we filming? You know, uh, again, I'm in group, you know, I'm in the B group of filming. When's that, when is that coming up? Oh, not for another three hours. Hey, like, the coffee sucks at catering. Can I, I, I looked up, there's a, you know, there's a coffee bean or there's a Pete's, you know, yeah. four miles away. Like, can I just run over there? Or, I, you know, I, I got to get a, a, another pack of smokes i forgot can i just run to the gas station and they're just like yeah just fucking be back in half an hour you know so like that's that 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 freedom is uh is 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 nice you know to, to, yeah, to have that, that that respect i guess the the respect and understanding you know um now who was the judges when you were on america's got talent who were the judges that do you remember yeah it was i think it was it was right around it was either his first or second season, as far as Howie Mandel, it was either his first or second. I can't remember because I do remember he was fairly new, I think, at that point. Right. Um, and then Sharon Osbourne and uh, and Piers Morgan. Okay. Uh, who who was, was... No, sorry, go ahead. I mean, like, were, were there were any of those just divas or anything like that? I mean, were they all... I had heard, um, I'd heard stories... Uh, you know, you just hear stuff, 
you know, right. from other like yeah. runners or, you know, uh, you know, associate producers, you know, you hear some chatter and shit. Um, Piers was, uh, I, I, I don't know if he was a diva, but he wouldn't speak to anybody. I did notice that. Um, he didn't like talk to like anybody. And, and I think it, it, it felt like one of those, like, don't, like, I don't have to talk to you and don't talk to me right. unless, you know, like, uh, you know, and don't look me in the eye. Like he, he was like, um, you know, uh, what's her name in Devil Wears Prada or something. Uh, oh. who's, who's the, who's that lizard? No, no. The one that looks like a lizard, the old lady that probably is also full of adrenochrome. Who is the main character? In, uh, Meryl Streep. Right. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, it sounded like you were saying it like with a mouthful of soup. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. That's just the way, that's that Oklahoma accent. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like uh, um, you know, like that Meryl Streep kind of uh, attitude, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and and so I'd I'd heard that, and then uh, you know after I found out more about like what a piece of human garbage Piers Morgan actually is, I was like, oh, well, it makes sense. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Sharon, Sharon was really cool. I talked to her uh, one-on-one, like, once, really briefly, but, because uh, she would just kind of wander around and, and would, like, say, like, hello to people, you know, even if she, it, and I assume, uh, I'm going to assume she didn't know them, you know, because, like, you know how you can tell when, when someone says hi to you and you're like, yeah, I don't, they don't think they know me. They don't know yeah. who I am, you know, because they're like, hey, you, 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 good to see you, you know, and it's just like, <laughs> you don't fucking know. But, okay. You know, like, so she would do stuff like that, but at least still there was the effort, you know. And then, like, Howie was cool as well, but because of his, like, OCD-ness and stuff, and, you know, being a germaphobe and and all that, he didn't, like, necessarily, like, come up to you, per se, you know, because he was, like, social distancing before that was even a thing, you know. Mm -hmm. But, like, uh, but, he yeah, he was cool. And, like, when I've gone back on uh, America's Got Talent as a special guest, He's still like he, he'll still because I, I don't even know who's the judges now, um, but it it seems like they're different every year because they they just hire people that you know that say bad things or whatever right. pick up the right. wrong kind of prostitute <laughs> and yeah. then it's like get them off to put them off control you know yeah. and so uh, so uh, Howie's been the only one every time I've gone back as a guest act uh, who's been the same you know so like. And, and because of my initial time on the show, he'll still come up and, and like, you know, give me the, the knuckles and whatever and all that, you know, silliness. And, and you know, and just right. chat for a little bit. And then, you know, that's it, you know, and then moving on. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> no, my, my kid was shocked to find out, like, she got found Bobby's World because of Amazon Prime. Like, his oh, old, yeah? Mandel's old cartoon. And so, like, yeah. When she sees him and I'm like, that's the bald guy on America's Got Talent. She's like, no, it's not. He's, you know, because he has like that Jerry Curl mullet back in the 90s. And then, yeah, that's right. <laughs> now he's bald with his old pad. Like, like, think people change. Yeah. Right. You could just grow it out and then comb it back yeah. over like a mask and then. <laughs> and, and have it back. Like, that, I thought that was one of the greatest 90s cartoons to ever come out. That in Life with Louie. Really? Yeah. Beavis and Butt, Red and Stimpy. Well, to me, but to me, those weren't like, I mean, kid cartoons. Oh, oh, you're talking kid cartoons. Yeah, kid cartoons. Like, I watch the the crap my kid watches these days, and I'm like, man, like, I should not want to punch Daniel Tiger, but I do. Like, the little whiny little tiger kid, like, 
I think I'm getting rid of ours today because you don't have to deal with it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. I mean, and I also don't have any kids either. So, I mean, I do have a kid uh, that I'm dealing with, um, but his parents haven't called back with the ransom. So, oh man, that's, oh, that's, that's, yeah, <laughs> got, you gotta get, I gotta get that new uh, assistant soon, you know. <laughs> like, so, so, real. That's one thing I've kind of been curious about with Mad, like with Mad and things. Like, how much work goes into working with an assistant? I mean, like, is it something that you feel like doesn't take a lot of time to get something used to, or is there a lot of chemistry that needs to go into that? Um, yeah, I, th I think to, to do, to do it right. Uh, I, th I think, yeah, chemistry for sure. Almost like telepathy, you know, like my best, uh, not, not even like female, uh, assistants. Cause when, when I do use a female assistant, I I've used the same girl for years and she's been my one of my best friends, like, like, like my sister, you know, uh, since we were teenagers because she right. was a magician as well, you know? And so we had like this group of friends that all became friends through magic and, and through the internet, you know, like it, we, uh, we all didn't really live in the same place, you know? And so we would like once or twice a year, we would just collectively go. Cause believe it or not, there's like, magic conventions just like there's you know uh comic cons and stuff you know so yeah. uh so we would you know pick one or two as you know these groups of friends in our you know late teens early 20s once you know once we were old enough to be able to somebody get a credit card so we can get a hotel room you know and uh and then pile like everybody would pile in the same room and like throw in 20 bucks or, you know, 50 or whatever to cover it. And we'd be sleeping on the floor or on the, you know, whatever. And, and, and rotating who gets the bed tonight, you know, and, you know, make sure the fucking maids come, you know, or yeah. something. And so we were all like, and, and interesting enough, a lot of the, 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 the folks that I, uh, that was, that was in that group, like that, that it wasn't a lot. It was only like five of us, maybe, you know, that were really tight. Um, three or four. Well, actually, most of us, you know, the, the the four of us that were really super tight have actually are actually still performing. And like one of them, he was a dude that worked with uh, Ringling for a long time. He was like the magician ringmaster host for the nice. circus tours for years. And uh, another dude is like working cruise ships, like or was like all the time. Um, uh, my, my, uh, my friend Paige, the, the girl that was my assistant, she, uh, moved to Chicago and there's, um, there's like this speakeasy, this really cool speakeasy club in Chicago. Uh, that's a magic club because there's bar magic is a kind of magic that's, you know, it's close up, but behind the bar that was really a sort of originated and made popular in Chicago. So they've opened this club that is is really heavily focused on this bar magic it's called the the lounge and it and it and it's like a speakeasy you got to go into it looks like a laundromat mm -hmm. and now it, it sort of becomes like a almost an escape room there's a secret door and you have to figure out how to get through the door then you get into the 
first main bar and there's always a dude behind the bar doing stuff and it's really cool so she works there a lot you know so like we've all had our own successes and stuff but but so i've only exclusively used her on my tours for almost 10 years you know um and stuff and and it's because she knows magic and because she's like my best friend and and there's that like i was saying we've known each other so long and to where it's like she knows me on stage and off stage, what I would say, how I would think. So it's like, I don't have to think. Same thing with like the dudes that I bring, like my tech guys and my crew guys. I have like two main guys that I've been using for forever. And and even before them, there were other guys. There were, you know, other guys that have rotated in and out, but they've gone on to do other things. And, uh, and, and it, you know, but, but th- that is hard, you know, because there is, like one of my main guys just about a year and a half ago had to move because he was, he decided to get out of entertainment because uh, we were talking about builders. He was one of these guys that worked for one of these builders, you know, and uh, uh, building magic. And so he, he worked in the shop and, uh, and he's who I would always take for shows or even this black magic Wednesday show that, uh, you know, that I was saying I, I, I was doing, he, he, we, we went everywhere, you know, and uh, and so he decided he doesn't want to work in entertainment anymore, and uh, moved back to Ohio. So then it was like, oh man, now I got to find another guy. You right. know, now we got to start all over again. You know, but usually yeah. at that point too, there's somebody else like almost coming up the ranks. You know, so I can be like, all right, dude, you want in? You know, you're promoted. Congratulations, you got the job. You know, yeah. <laughs> But, but that same sort of mentality, you know, like even with these, uh, you know, virtual shows and stuff, the one we were doing yesterday, my one buddy that uh, that I've been working with a lot, like, you know, it's just, it's this weird, like, telepathy sort of thing. Like, you know, you can just kind of anticipate what's, whatever's happening, you can, they can kind of anticipate, you know, or if something's going on, I can, we can communicate and I can tell them something with, with a look or, or, a, or if I, if I can't, if I, if I need to say something, you know, we have so many inside jokes almost like I can say something that sounds completely obscure, but majority of the time they'll get it as, you know, kick this drunk fucker out of here, you know, or whatever. Like, right. you know, I, it's like, we just can, we know, you know, yeah. things yeah. like that, you know? Uh, so that's hard. That's hard. And, you know, and hard to, uh, hard to find hard to hard to get to that point and, and hard to find because i remember like when i had my off-broadway show that i was talking about and i was trying to find you know somebody like that i had a guy and then um he he <laughs> ah, that's a whole other story but um <laughs> so so i had to find a new guy and uh and so um i uh i, I started uh assigning homework basically <clears throat> so i was like all right so we're going to try, you know, with you, like, you seem cool and all. So here's the thing. You got to, you know, uh, within the next five days, so it's Monday, come Friday, you need to have watched, like, you know, Blue Velvet and blah, 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 blah and all these, you know, things and, and listen to at least this album and familiarize yourself with some of this stuff. And then I'm going to quiz you on it because I want to, like, because it's like, I, I, even if they're, like, an outstanding tech person or whatever, if if I if I can't comfortably exist around them, like if they're gonna get offended too easily or right. something, like I just don't put up with it. Like yeah. that's that's all that's the only thing where 
I like maybe you know I'm a diva maybe not I don't know but like that's the only thing where I'm like fuck that like if you can't like like laugh at everything you know if you, if, if, you know it's like I make yeah. fun of everyone and everything you know like and so uh even you know because even behind the scenes like I, I know this is going on a on a podcast thing or whatever but it's not like this is a big secret like behind the scenes behind closed doors you know backstage you're telling me people don't joke and you know and say things that are probably a little too family guy level offensive for yeah. the you know for some people but then they'll go on twitter and instagram and be like this is unbelievable how offensive this person and it's like go fuck yourself you say right. the exact same shit you yep. fucking lie right. yeah you know, like, so. like any song like the only difference is I have the, I say the same thing you say with your friends in the living room, except that I have the balls to say it online or whatever. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, like essentially stuff like that. You know, like yeah. if you're too much of a softy, like then I I can't be bothered. You know, no. Mm-hmm. I yep. did that with Court. I did that with Courtney when we and Courtney got together for the first time. I tried to say the most offensive things to see if she was going to be like, well, I I need to go to the bathroom or, oh no, I got to go pick somebody up. Yeah, and she passed the test. So I'm gonna go <laughs> meditate over my matcha latte. Yeah, you know, like it, it's scream at a scream at a car wash. Yeah. So she, everything that I've come up with, like she's not like completely been like, oh, we can't say that or we can't do that. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I got one dude right now that's uh, that's really great. I can't. I have, I have to be careful who I introduce him to. It's it, but it's fucking like he's got some of the best like one-liner type jokes. You know. Like, I can say this one, like one of them, like when, when we first started hanging out and stuff, uh, one of them was like, how do you stop a small dog from humping your leg? You pick know. him up, you suck his dick. <laughs> like, like, that's like, boom, you know, like yeah. fucking spit take shit. Like, fuck, but hilarious. You know, like I was dying when I first heard that. And uh, so I was like, dude, this is going to work perfect. You know, right. perfect. <laughs> no, I was I was really happy to hear some of the answers that I got from Courtney. Like when we, you know, signed up to do this, like just the conversations that Courtney and I have had. It's like okay, like we're on the same page. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and well, like music is important too, you know, because like even like when we're setting up, the first thing like anytime we do a gig, the first thing we set up is the sound, so that we can fucking crank shit and keep going, you know, to keep right. setting up to get. So it's like if. I, I don't want like dubstep is not work music, you know. It's it's not even any kind of music unless no. you're like on fucking Molly and Adderall yeah. and you know, whatever <laughs> farm animals are starting to look sexy or something, you know. That's dubstep to me. So like we want like you know some like some, some good shit, whatever you know. It, our my taste ranges like I'll listen to <coughs> Paul Simon, you know. You can call me Al setting up just if you know if we're just feeling goofy. As yeah. long as we get the work done, but you know, but don't you know, or if we throw on like some old school like emo punk shit, like Taking Back Sunday or something, yeah. just to feel nostalgic, you know, like seventy times seven, we're like, you know, yeah, fucking hanging mm-hmm. lights, like fuck yeah, man, you know, and, <laughs> and that if someone's gonna be like, okay, now I'm gonna put on some Kylie Minogue or whatever, then you're like, no, get the fuck out of here, can't handle it. <laughs> right? I've that's that's mine and. Because we don't have to set up things like that. That's mine and Courtney's right. car rides. So, oh, yeah. yeah, like when Courtney and I meet up for meetings to kind of like discuss the month and the next coming weeks or whatever, we force ourselves to work for like three hours. 
and we give ourselves yeah. solid three hours. And it's like, all right, it's time for uh, it's time for the old lunch time, and uh, then we go to like five places to have lunch, and uh, yeah, yeah, we 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 got to have the music in the car. So sometimes right. there'll be something that we put on. We're like, didn't need to know that about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, boys yeah. the other day, he starts like belting it out, and I was like, I did not expect that, but all right. And I knew the dance moves too. That was the thing. <laughs> yeah. I hope you weren't driving. No, this was in a parking lot waiting. We have a friend that has to be included in everything that we do. Her name's Emma, and uh, so we were waiting on Emma to show up for. I think we were and, and she's for... okay with you basically just describing her that way publicly. <laughs> She doesn't have In a case choice. She hears this. She's I mean, I, the bullets left the chamber. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah, it's, yeah. it's already happened. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like when when you get called, like we have this because... branch. How does that have to be included in like? <laughs> no. Her name's Emma. You know, like <laughs> okay, little short, little Korean girl with blue hair. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There, there's just a lot of little short Korean girls named Emma with blue hair that are out in the world. Dan, like you gotta think yeah. that. I was just gonna say, I think I I, I, I I can see it right now. I've seen memes, you know. <laughs> Of like from like some con, you know. Yeah. With like an animal, a fuzzy animal tail on a keychain hooked to their belt loop or something like that. Right. Right. <laughs> well, we, we try to. We're trying to. We want it. She's not a metal fan at all, but we want to like get her to do like some reaction videos or like some. Oh, metal, that's a good idea. Like some metal album releases. Like, let's get her point of view from it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like we're, that. We're an inclusive team here with her. Emma's Emma's our lady. Like when uh, I when uh, I introduce nice, her, nice save. yeah, she's our marketing director. She's our marketing and advertising director. Right. <laughs> sure. She just got promoted, is what it sounds like. Just, yeah, she's on she's on the payroll now. We'll have her filling out a W two tomorrow. So uh, well, yeah, no, just so, not, yeah. not a W two, just a W. Yeah, just a W two. <laughs> well, um, you know, Dan, we we enjoyed having you on the show. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell everyone where you can get tickets to your upcoming yeah. virtual show? Oh, yeah. It's uh, right. So um, basically, uh, there's a couple of VIP passes left, um, but there, there's unlimited general admission, which is what's cool about virtual stuff is like you don't have to necessarily uh, be worried about like, you know, like when you go live to places, sometimes it's like looking at venue capacity, like, you know, man, I don't know. Haven't been to Oklahoma in years, and even when I was there, it wasn't really my show, and so uh, I, I probably couldn't fill, you know, fifteen hundred seats in Oklahoma, but uh, maybe five hundred. Got to try and find a venue with like five hundred. You know, what's good about virtual is that doesn't exist. Like it's just it's unlimited. So general admission is unlimited number that we're selling, but with the VIP, it's it's you you get into the you still get to watch the stream but you have to come on sort of like this you will be uh potentially chosen to participate your face will have to you know potentially be on screen but you need you know camera microphone because that's where i'm going to be pulling from for these interactive uh bits that i had described earlier that yeah. we're doing um instead of trying to have to find somebody you know in the in the stream to talk to so general admission you can just watch and participate in the chat box with the VIP. You get to actually participate directly with me and with everybody else in the chat box, obviously. And we're we're doing like a virtual after party 
as well. So then you get into the virtual okay. after party to where after the stream show is over, for like whatever half hour or however long, we'll just sit back and 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 have a drink, and I can chat about the show, talk, you know, because we 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 always overproduce everything, so we're we're gonna have leftover content. So yeah. we were gonna show like some leftover stuff or. I would show things that we were going to put in, but I decided to cut because of time length, you know? Um, so all that. So that's, that's sort of the description of the, of the tiers and um, the two tiers. And uh, so uh, I, I'm using uh, a platform called go passage. So you can look it up on go passage or just go to my website, dansperry.com. Or if you follow me on bands in town, there's a link in there. It's Lincoln bio on Instagram. You know, it's, it's, it's everywhere. Gotcha. This we want all of our people to be there. We want, I mean, I, I'll be there. I'll sign up. <laughs> and actually there's a promo code out right now. If you use promo code M I H like M is in mother, I is in insecticide, H is in howdy doody. Then you get 10% off either one. Like if there's still, I haven't checked the, the, uh, the numbers in a couple of days, but like, uh, if, if you use that, you get 10% off your, uh, which either one, general admission or VIP, whatever, you know, pass. Yeah, cool. Okay. Awesome. So, yeah. Sweet. Oh, well, definitely. And you're Dan Sperry on, uh, on Instagram. Give it, give yeah. It but if you go on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Dan Sperry official. Official. Uh, so that's the only, I had to put official at the end because there's a lot of fake Facebook pages made by angry ex-girlfriends. So uh, <laughs> got to go to the official one. Right. Well, thanks for joining us, Dan. We've got uh, the Slipknot story coming up with Corey Taylor here after this. And we've also got to slide into more of Courtney's DMs, which is my favorite time of the day. Once again, <laughs> Dan. Yeah. Yeah, Dan. Not everybody. Don't gets, that. Not anybody gets a spot on this show like you do, like, you got a good chunk of the show today. There are some people that they. Oh, get I'm that. sorry. I don't know. I just, I just, I just tend to ramble. You hey, know, no, sometimes. dude. You've got like, like when we bring you on for the interview, you are the show. But there is this little like five minutes at the end of the show that we give to exclusive VIP members of Courtney's DMs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All so, content I receive. Yeah. So today's about babies. So we'll talk about that. But thanks a lot, Dan, for hopping on with us. All right. Well, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Maybe yeah. I'll, uh, thank you. Come back again, and uh, congratulations on the on the new uh, vidcast show or whatever. Thank I don't you. know what these are technically called, but video, like not a podcast. A we call it digital show podcast. I mean, it just okay. You're, yeah, you're Digipet. <laughs> yeah, congratulations sure. on your Digipet. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right. Adios. Well, thank you there, Dan Sperry, for coming on. It's always a pleasure to have great people like you come on be sure to check out his show we'll probably include a link in that in the video down below uh look for that so um sec third i guess the third period of our show we're like a hockey game um we're we talked about it earlier Corey taylor slipknot you know um slipknot being kind of our generation's metallica but right. Uh, Corey Taylor taking a little bit of a break, doing a solo album, got a song out with Tech Nine. Uh, if you listen on Station Head or whatever, it's on our Station Head 
rotation and also it's on our spotify playlist look up morning mayhem we've got the new metal tracks it's all in there also courtney and i will be putting together some of our favorite songs so you can listen along to what we're listening to when we're driving in the car and just kind of living life when i'm making things for the show when i'm hanging out i don't want to watch tv i put that on but Corey taylor comes out this past week i guess it was a week ago um and it kind of flew under my radar and i'm pretty good with news uh cory taylor told i believe it was chaos tv that uh he just is tired of being around people who are miserable and those people he's talking about is his band slipknot uh when they made the new record he was like you know we got to hang out and it was great and we were living this life that you know all these dreams and everything but these guys are just miserable like and, and I don't know which ones he's talking about because he, he says we're right. living our dream and you guys are still miserable. And I, is it Corey just trying to like, I mean, he says a lot of things in the media. Like I've heard him say a lot of things, uh, but I, I just, I don't get it. Like what what's going on in this world of metal where now all these guys that I grew up listening to in that whole scene like limp biscuit coming out and saying i we're not friends i don't like any of them blah 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 is it Corey just trying to get some publicity going on his new solo stuff because he i think he's done with stone sour and he's made comments several times that slipknot is going to be over with right yeah i mean it could be you know i i feel like slipknot has kind of always had issues in the past right um i mean throwing nine people together is going to be a problem oh absolutely especially like a bunch of like rowdy tough dudes you know Mm -hmm. um such as them but i also feel like a lot of people are kind of you know maybe coming out with this stuff now because you know they're feeling kind of more negative about everything that's going on in the world um i know pretty much everyone in the world is under a lot of pressure and really feeling the negativity so that could have something to do with it but yeah definitely i think maybe it's you know it took us forever to find out the metallica didn't like each other what was that like 2003 was some kind of monster that documentary that came out with uh talking about everything like and all the turmoil that they went through i think metal bands are kind of notorious for that i think bands in general are kind of known for that we talked about that with bill like you know you spend so much time together you form a bond you know you're cordial you don't you don't hang out with each other when you're not on tour but there's just some blatant stuff coming out now that's saying like hey um you know these people are miserable that's why i'm not writing music with them yeah and i'm just like yeah maybe one day maybe one day we'll have our documentary where me and courtney make each other miserable i don't think that's possible though yeah we'll come out and be like we actually hated each other the whole time mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't even let her look me in the eye like Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> I want to be the metal Ellen DeGeneres where everybody thinks I'm really, really fun. And then I sit at home and listen to jazz music. I'm like, I hate metal. Don't even look me in the eye. Metal sucks. Yes. Except for that website, metalsucks.com. That's where I get a lot of my news. <laughs> so good plug for you guys. Oh, well, we're getting to my favorite time of the show. Uh oh. This is where we like to go and we like to dig up past things in Courtney's life. And it's not really even Courtney's life. Courtney just kind of gets thrown into it. Like this Courtney doesn't even want this. Nope. 
Sure. Don't ask for it until now. We're asking for more, guys. You can top this. I know there's people yes. out there in the world the, that can top these things. The easiest way to get onto Morning Mayhem is to send me a creepy DM uh, via Facebook, via Instagram, Courtney Alicia on both. Um, yeah, so if you if you want to be featured on the show, just hit me up with a creepy DM. And guys, I want more content. Like this too. Yes, Courtney's DMs are great, but I want my own segment too. So that's what I'm asking. I am going to start collecting OnlyFans accounts. <laughs> send me your OnlyFans account. Like, send me like the free thing that I can get on, and like I'll talk about you guys. Like, I might even throw you a tip if it's good. I don't know. Like, OnlyFans has kind of become my new obsession. Not in the fact that like I'm some creepy dude that's just like ah, I gotta look at nudies. I, I think it's I think it's a really cool idea that these like girls, guys, whoever's on OnlyFans is like there's enough people out in the world that are going to subscribe for like eight bucks a month to see what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, we're working on mean one guys. We're, we're working <laughs> on a launch. Like when I come out with it, it's going to be the greatest thing in the world. I'd pay for it. <laughs> yes, there she is. My first subscription, $8. I can just take it out of, you know, whatever, a bar tab or something that we have going on. So <laughs> getting into, <laughs> yeah, she's like, Oh man, that's like, Four Miller lights if we go during happy hour. Uh, <laughs> so, without further ado, here is Courtney's DM number three. We're only doing one today because this one was really caught my eye. All this right. Dude, yeah, go ahead. Set the scene. Set the scene. So, Wednesday at 2 44 p.m., this guy says, Sup, want to see my chicken emoji? Ooh. And then the following morning at 2.30 a.m., he says, A. And then at 3 a.m., he says, have my baby. And I just want to say, ladies and gentlemen, this is how you do it. This, this yes. is how you get the lady. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the only question I have left in this, because, I mean, it's a pretty self-explanatory uh, deal. Um, did you accept or ignore? I did ignore. Oh, man, we could have got so much. This could have been like five episodes, Courtney. You cannot hit ignore. <laughs> You've got to wire this up. Like, God, I mean, this is the the beauty of um, message requests on well, Facebook. We, I can completely ignore it, and these people can stay out of my lives forever. <laughs> you know, people will say, oh, he's got a night job, Chase. He's got a night. No, I like to imagine that this guy doesn't have a job because at 2.45 in the afternoon, he's asking if you want to see his penis. Chicken emoji. Chicken emoji. Sorry. I'm assuming that means fighting cock, right? <laughs> I mean, like 2.45 in the afternoon, I've never been like, man, like, you know what? I'm just going to hit up this girl, see where we're at on it. But uh, crazier things have happened. Like, you've got to learn to know when, when to really post. I think the A, I like to think it's more like Fonzie. Like, A. Hey. <laughs> Have my baby. Yeah, and then have my the, okay, guys. This goes for guys and girls. The biggest turnoff that you can ever say is have my baby to somebody that you are not in a committed relationship with. Married, dated for how I mean, I don't know. Me and Courtney have never gotten that personal in life. Like, how long do you think you'd have to be with somebody, Courtney, before like having a baby would be something that would be like okay, we can talk about this. Ah, I mean, it's different for everyone. For me, I 
do not want kids. So this is not something that I think about. <laughs> right. Well, and I think I think being in that situation, like if you don't want kids and you start to get into a serious relationship, I think it's something that you talk about kind of right offhand. I think people always in a relationship like you never go into a relationship thinking, all right, well, this will be a good three months of my life. We'll have fun. Like you, you see yourself with this person forever at that time. I would hope you do. Yeah. I mean, most people do. I mean, most sane people would, unless you're at 245 asking people to look at your chicken emoji. Um, you know, that's in a totally different realm and a totally different ball game. But have my baby. That is not. I've had an incident where I had a girl ask me, she was like, do you want to put a baby in me? And I was like, well, no, no, I, I really, I don't. Like, uh, uh-uh. Yeah. Like sitting here making out on the couch just now is well were you actually dating this girl um we had just started seeing each other and yeah and that's not not good (laughs) no and that was her that was her sexy time term nope no like you need to find you a new turn off done yeah i'll call you a cab get out of here Oh, I think I gotta go. I got work in the morning, and it's like, really? I thought you had weekends off. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up a shift at the Not office. More. Yeah, yeah. You're a freelance designer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm tomorrow. I'm gonna definitely freelance. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm, Suddenly, I, I'm busy for no reason at all. Uh, see you later. <laughs> yeah, because I I love my I love my daughter. I have a three year old daughter. Love her to death. But she's pretty uh, cool. She's she, pretty cool. <laughs> yes, she is a lot of fun. Um. Me and Emily but, were best friends. Yeah, Emily Emily walks around with an old iPhone that doesn't work. And uh, she's like, I'm like, hey, how was your day? And she's like, oh, hold on, Courtney's texting me. <laughs> she like goes back and she's like, oh, I'm like, what Courtney she doesn't say? She's like, hello? Of course that's what she said. I'm like, I'm <laughs> so stupid of me to think that you guys are having. A, I really hope that I can catch her to where she's making up the conversation. I want to know, that might be the new segment conversations Courtney has with Emily on her fake iPhone. Um, but she wasn't planned. She was because God let the Cubs win the world series. I mean, that was really how this happened. This whole thing, like huge baseball fan. I'm a huge Cubs fan. The Cubs win the world series been since 1908. Like I party. So then you created a baby. <laughs> created a baby. And luckily she was a girl because her name would have been Theodore Benjamin. <laughs> she got Emily from The Devil Wears Prada. Uh, oh, all right. Hey, it's my third favorite movie ever, all time. <laughs> behind behind Major League and Spinal Tap. All Devil right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, letting, you, letting you into my life, Courtney, since you let us into your life. <laughs> so, yeah. But... To say, tell somebody, spring up a baby. That is not a good term. Like, hey, you know that guy ain't gonna wrap it. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's already got allergies and like nasal things going on. I'm helping out. Yeah, I might actually vomit here. In a so, the baby is a turnoff. What would you say is the second worst turnoff ever? Oh, I don't know. I can't. Like guys at a five finger death punch. Oh, that's a you know. As soon as I learned that, no go, done. No go. Sorry, blocking your number. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't exist to me. 
and I don't know if it's that she doesn't like Five Finger Death Punch. I just think that the dudes that she was with smelled like a sweaty football locker room. Oh, it's it's definitely against Five Finger Death Punch as well. I <laughs> I'm I'm sorry for all of you out there who do uh, actually enjoy Five Finger Death Punch, um, but they suck. <laughs> oh. And to Five Finger Death Punch, I am not sorry. You do suck. Uh, I mean, their cover of Bad Company wasn't bad. Like, if you're in a cover mood. <laughs> I so here's the new goal, guys, for the week now that I've got Courtney trash-talking fans. Um, Five Finger Death Punch fans, we want you in those DMs this week. Remember, you can look her up. Her me up in the DMs. Yeah, and, and we put her name right down there on the old bottom, too. Courtney underscore Alicia. Yeah. There's actually two underscores on my Instagram, but uh oh, <laughs> she ain't even putting the real Instagram out. We gotta have Courtney underscore underscore Alicia. Yeah, <laughs> gotta have that. So I think we're gonna wrap things up. Like I said, Thursday. Listen, we hit 500 followers, which doesn't mean that we have to stop because we might give something even cooler away at a thousand followers. So get your friends to like, share, comment, do all of the cool things that we do on the Instagrams. Yes. Hashtag morning mayhem. Our giveaway post um, that will be happening here shortly, hopefully within the next couple of weeks. Yes. So, like I said, the rules are: you must be following Death Ink Coffee. You must be following morning mayhem show on instagram be watching for the post repost it and we will choose one of you guys to win our special giveaway and we've got a nice little t-shirt that we're making for you guys i think the first ever morning mayhem show shirt will be yours so yes and we're going to be talking about our patreon program we've got some cool stuff that we're going to do i love box subscriptions so if I love something, I'm going to make one. We're working on a Morning Mayhem box subscription for you guys. We'll talk about that on the next episode, which will have the always fun and always entertaining lady from Russia, Nika Common. Yeah. We'll be on Thursday's show, guys. So, yes, definitely follow us, Morning Mayhem Show. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, um, Twitter. We're not really doing that because I don't think people really do Twitter anymore, but I don't know. Also, watch us here on Facebook Live, YouTube, and you can always listen to the audio version on Spotify. So, Courtney, tell everybody goodbye for us. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. See you later.